Hello, everyone, and welcome back. This is Aging Ungracefully. My name is Afra, and you know, it was a good season. <laughs> Fall was a good season. I am feeling so grateful for everything that has transpired this fall in my life. Summer was rough for me. Um, you know, I going through the grieving of my partnership and living on my own again and finding myself again and having the wild ride of facial paralysis and um, mental like cognitive issues and it, it it just felt like summer kind of kicked the shit out of me and I tried to enjoy as much of my summer as I possibly could also understanding that like there was a point in my summer where I couldn't drive where I couldn't think straight where I couldn't like manage mouth words <laughs> and then fall happened and it's almost like my body went yes winter is coming and I could just relax a little bit more and chill out a little bit more and just do what felt good and go with the flow. And I'm so grateful for this season. You know, I'm so grateful for this season. I'm so grateful for all of the friends that I've gotten to visit and catch up with. You know, there's been a few hangouts recently with people that I haven't seen since pre-pandemic. Some of these friends I haven't seen since 2019. Um, you know, we were only into March when February, March, we, when the whole world shut down. And that's not very far into the new year when you really think about it. And so a lot of these friends I hadn't seen since the end of 2019, some of them had been away when the world shut down. So it was just this wild ride over the last few weeks of seeing people I haven't seen in forever. There are people who, you know, were massive parts of my life at one point in my life that I've run into. There's people whom I have always been close-ish with or close with who I haven't seen in a really long time um, that I've seen. And it's just been this really weird feeling of so much time passing, but no time passing at all. And when I think of that, I think about being young. And I think about the amount of time and moments where we don't really pay attention to what's happening around us, where we are just going with the flow, we're vibing, we're meeting new people, we're going on adventures, we're graduating, we're falling in love, we're having our first heartbreak, we're having our first orgasm, we're having our first everything and, you know, Maybe orgasm should come before heartbreak, but you know, some of us, <laughs> some of us didn't get to go that way either. So, you know, I'm just thinking about this, these moments in childhood and in teenage years and in young adult years where life is moving so incredibly slow, it feels. I remember being a kid and thinking, man, I just want to get to tomorrow so I can go to Katie's birthday man, I just want to get to next week so that we're done school for the summer. Man, I just want to be able to, it to be a week from now and we're going to go see that new movie in the theater. And I remember everything was waiting and tomorrow felt like an eternity. And 
there was always this future sense of wanting to rush forward and grow up and be at a certain place where, you know, now I get to have this experience and now I get to have this experience. And it was waiting for life to kind of catch up and allow for those experiences to happen. You know, it felt like one day took forever. Now I'm in my 30s and one day feels like a blink. And before you know it, you're through your work week or you're through your weekend or you're through that thing that you were looking forward to for a month. And it's almost just like, what the fuck happened? What happened? When did time speed up? And the more that I talk to other people my age and I talk to them about how quickly time seems to be moving, they always kind of say the same thing. It never used to feel like time moved this quickly. There's almost like a time disorient, like dis- disorientation. <laughs> Is that the right word? <laughs> I don't know. But there's just like this t- distortion, Lord. Um, and it's just like, it doesn't make sense. It's It's like, I swear to God, that was just yesterday, but it was like a month ago or six months ago. So I'm feeling like at this point in life, I'm really learning to value time, really learning to lean into the moments of quiet or the moments of joy or the moments of laughter and just recognize how lucky I am in those moments and how I used to always hope for the next tomorrow or the next big thing or the next adventure or the next trip. And now I'm really just like looking forward to the next moment of joy or the next moment of peace or the next moment of quiet. It's interesting how when we're young, we're always looking forward to the excitement. We're looking forward to the movies and the adventures and the friends we'll meet and the places we'll go and the parties we'll have. And then when you start to get older and you hit like, I'm going to say you're, you're mid-30s because I'm mid-30s now. Um, well, almost mid-30s, but we're, who, who's checking? I don't remember my birthday. It doesn't matter. But, you know, I'm almost mid-30s now and I feel like I'm looking for the next moment of joy and I'm looking forward to it rather than running towards it. And I'm scared almost of how quickly time seems to be passing. Over the pandemic, one of my friends passed away. And I think about him often. He's somebody that I met when I, around the time I first moved to the city. And we met by sheer chance. We'd met before, just in passing at like a music festival. And then It must have been about two or three years later that I went to a house party in St. Albert and he was there with his then girlfriend and they were sitting at the kitchen table when I walked in and there was this moment of connection and just like recognition of a holy shit. We met each other before and he always had a way of just making me feel welcome and loved and cared for and 
like I could be myself. He was a lovely, lovely human being. And he had a lot of demons and a lot of shadows and a lot of darkness that went on in his life. But he always had a way of making people feel heard and seen and they celebrated. At least that was my experience of him. Over the pandemic, he passed away and we didn't have a funeral. We didn't have a service. His friends kind of just had to say goodbye in a way that worked for them because you were only doing funerals of like eight or nine people at the time. And I don't even know where he's buried. I don't even know if he's buried. All I know is that this person had been in my life for several years, brought me so much joy, taught me so many things, and now they were gone. And I'm starting to recognize as I get older how quickly and how often that happens. How one second you're standing in a room with somebody laughing your face off, and the next second they're not here anymore, or you're not in the same place you were, or you're not in the same friend group you were. And before you know it, it's almost like you've time jumped. And it's wild how quickly that can happen. And so sometimes I think of my friend and the fact that the last time I'd seen him pre-COVID lockdowns was in January of 2020 at a house party. And I remember talking to him for just a moment. He had been going through a really bad breakup and he was in a really dark place. And just acknowledging that I loved him, that I was grateful for him, that I was grateful that he always invited me to whatever party, even though I am not a <laughs> I'm not somebody who goes to parties. I don't like a lot of people in small spaces. I just it's mm, it's just uncomfortable for me. I would rather a couch, quiet, vulnerable moment with one person than to be in a group of people. It's just how I feel most comfortable and how I actually feel most joy. Um, but it was a, it was at this party that I'd seen him last, and it was interesting to me because. I think in that moment, I never would have guessed that he would not be here a year later. And it just sits with me now where I think every single time I see somebody might be the last time I see them. And that seems like almost a little bit morbid, but it's really not. COVID taught me a lot. And I think in the end of 2019 was the last time I saw a lot of the friends I'm seeing right now. And I'm so grateful to be seeing them again and recognizing that some of the ones that I had entered the pandemic with are no longer here. They passed away or they moved away or we just don't talk anymore. And so there's this weird sense of like gratitude, but this also weird sense of like, wow, everything changes so fast and we don't even recognize it. So that leads me into talking about what's going on in this season of life for me. <laughs> I talk about myself a lot. Uh, welcome. But what's going on in this season of life is I'm going through this huge chapter change. And some of you may resonate, may resonate with that. Some of you may have experienced when a chapter of your life is closing 
and the next chapter's beginning and what that feels like. And this feels like to me a really unceremonious ending. And as everything's kind of shifting and changing, I feel myself also shifting and changing. And there's parts of me that still want to hold on to what was before, you know, hold on to the relationships I had before, hold on to the friendships I had before, and just like stay still because staying still means things can't change. It means time gets to stop. But it's not true. (laughs) It's not true at all. Time doesn't stop. Time never stops. Well, time is just an illusion. But truly, it, it really never stops. I was at a brunch the other day with some friends. And during brunch, they were talking about getting your passport. And everybody started talking about getting your passport and how close you can travel to your passport expiring. And one of my friends was mentioned that their passport might be expiring. They should check. And that made me think, when was the last time I used my passport? And then I thought, oh, fuck. When's my passport going to expire? And then the other day, I dug my passport out of the safe. And I realized that it expires next year. And I got a 10-year passport. So I paused for a minute and went, it's been, next year will be 10 years since I got this passport. Now, one of the people who'd signed my passport papers as a guarantor of, you know, I validate that this person is who I say they are, um, is no longer in my life. But 10 years ago, that person was my entire world. (laughs) That person was my best friend. They were somebody that I thought the sun shone out their ass Um, and they were really important to me. And I recognized that in 10 years, I had this whole chapter of life. I had this death, this death of myself, this death of like who I was in my early twenties. And like your girl could get down. And I mean, like drinking, drugs, party, sex, (laughs) Going out, learning about myself, going to sex dungeons and going to like crazy parties and going to events that were very out of my comfort zone and raves and clubs and, you know, you name it. I was trying it and I was trying all these experimental things to see who I wanted to be. And then there's part of me that always kind of held back in those situations too. Like, I kind of always knew when something was unsafe for me. So I had a tendency to like dial it back. Um, that doesn't mean that I always was, was like that. Sometimes when your inhibitions are lowered, you, you don't really dial it back. But either way, I kind of recognized that I would go all out, balls out, and then like dial myself back in. All out, balls out, and dial myself back in. And that was like my early 20s. And mid-20s is when I went through my first real – heartbreak. My first real can't get out of bed, don't want to eat, don't want to talk to anybody, hate everything, can't stop crying, everything hurts, heartbreak. And that started and triggered this massive revolution in my life. It started, I started reading self-help books. I started journaling. I started writing again. I started going on adventures. I dyed my hair like a hundred different colors. I started believing in myself in a way I'd never believed in myself before. 
And then I started this job where I was starting at the bottom, quite literally, I started as an administrator. And now I've worked my way up to be a in a operations, like divisional operations leadership role. And it's huge. It's such a far cry from where I started my career seven years ago. And it's exactly everything I've ever worked for in my career. And I'm standing at the top of my career looking around and going, when did this happen? How did so much time pass? And then not just how how did so much time pass, the recognition of a chapter closing. Because in the last 10 years, I have learned to love myself. I have learned to set boundaries. I've learned to express myself. I've learned to enjoy the little things. I have learned that I am an anxious human being with an anxious attachment style that has also learned how to have healthier relationships and understanding my attachment style has allowed me to enter friendships and romantic relationships with joy rather than fear because I recognize that anxiety can also be felt like excitement. And when you start to rename that anxious feeling with excitement, you would start to actually believe that you're excited about things. And so when I get anxious attachment, I just call it excited attachment. And I try to explore what that means and how that feels. And I think about the girl 10 years ago who would have died <laughs> for a man who would have, you know, if he would have said, bitch, get up on the high level bridge and show me how much you love me by jumping off, I probably would have done it. And I think about the naivety of being a young woman in love and being a young woman who lacks the recognition of self and self-love and understanding of who they are and what made them into who they are. And now I'm entering my mid-30s and I'm starting to recognize like, all of the events that have happened from my childhood, I've been working on for the last seven years in therapy and not just therapy, but like somatic healing and trauma healing and all sorts of like different kind of healing modalities along with self-help. And I'm looking around and I'm like, damn, <laughs> damn, David, here we are. And you are now this completely different person than you were 10 years ago. But you're the same body. You're the same brain. You're the same person internally, but you're completely different. And there's just this wild feeling. Getting older is a wild feeling. Aging is a wild feeling. And there are moments where I look, I'm like, I'm the same age now that my mom and dad were when I, they had me while well, my dad was a few years older, but you know, you get my drift. They were the same age as I am now. And I think about that and I'm just like, I'm not fucking ready for kids. How could they be ready for kids? They weren't, FYI, they weren't. <laughs> but you know, like I think about that and I'm just like, time is wild. I look at my dad who's 70 now and I think, man, I remember your 50th birthday. I remember, you know, going for long drives and snowmobiling with you as a kid. And now, you know, you're this 
older man who, you know, is living their older man life. And it's just wild to me how time passes. And I think it's really important for us to take a moment and acknowledge who we are and acknowledge how much of ourselves has have changed and honoring how much has changed and recognizing that you don't stay the same unless you choose to. It can be really, really scary to grow with the times. It can be really uncomfortable to have to push yourself outside your comfort zone and let things go and let people in and let people love you. But it can also be some of the most wonderful things ever. And the girl that I knew myself to be 10 years ago, that girl was scared of having her heart broken. She was scared of feeling the pain she had been feeling for so long even more. She was scared of being in another relationship after being abused repeatedly in past relationships. She thought that she deserved abuse and hatred and spite and anger. She thought that she deserved partners who were emotionally unavailable and friends who were emotionally unavailable. And she thought that she could only ever be that person. She didn't ever look forward because looking forward meant the other shoe could drop, which meant everything could be a letdown or a disappointment. But then in reality, in reality, she didn't look forward because she was scared that looking forward would mean that her whole life would change. And the funny thing is, is now that same girl is sitting here and she's looking back and she's going, man, your whole life changed. And you're still here. You're still kicking it. You're still making friends. You're still having massive laughs. You're still going on crazy adventures. You're still walking around farms at night with your friends, like as if it's like a haunted house, <laughs> which by the way it was, and it was terrifying. Um, but you know, you're, you're still having all of these experiences. You're still falling in love, but this time rather than with somebody else, it's with you. And you're still going to have your heart broken. You're still going to scrape your knee. You're still going to disappoint yourself at some time and disappoint somebody else too. And that's okay. That's more than okay. Actually, it's exactly why you're here, to have this crazy, ridiculous, wonderful, magical experience. There's that saying that we're all made of stardust. You know, realistically, what are we? We're basically sea monkeys. We're, we're you know, specks when it comes down to it. But what is really, I think, illuminating as we head into this new season of winter and out of the season of fall is recognizing how much this year has changed. Because in the next two months, this year will be over. 2022 will be done. It'll be 2023. And what does that look like for us? You know, I think when we were heading out of 2019 into 2020, it was so exciting. What was coming next? How was it going to go? And then it was almost like hitting a brick wall. And then again, our whole lives changed. And that was everybody on the planet. It wasn't just one person whose life changed. Everybody's life changed. And now we're about to head into another winter. We're about to be in another year within the next two months. And all 
I have to ask everybody is, who are you going to be in 2023? How much time has passed for you? If you look back on your life, what are you proud of? What are you not proud of? Who have you lost? Who have you gained? Where do you want to go from here? Where do you see yourself? These are questions that I'm asking myself every day lately because I know that I'm on the jump off point of the next chapter of my life. As of next year, it'll be 10 years since I had my first major heartbreak. And there's still days that go by where I miss that person, not just the person I was, I was, but the person I was with. And then I remember, I don't know them anymore. It's been 10 years. All of the pages in my chapter have been written differently. It's hard to think that theirs wouldn't have been as well. And then I think of my friend who passed away during the pandemic and the fact that his chapter ended there. And I recognize all of the beauty and wonder of having known him, of having been somebody that he talked to and he loved and he was friends with. And I think about those things. And I think life is way too fucking short, way too short to be hyper-focused and hyper-fixated on everything that can go wrong. And maybe it's time to think about everything that can go right. Maybe it's time to think about everything exciting that's going to be happening rather than every bad thing that's ever happened to you. And as I'm shifting these mindsets, that only comes with recognizing where I've been and who I want to be in the future. No longer being afraid of the other shoe dropping, no longer being afraid of being let down or being in the wrong relationships or saying the wrong thing or doing the wrong thing or being the wrong person. It's just about investing back into myself. And so these have been my brain thoughts. <laughs> Not only have these been my brain thoughts, but I truly want to ask every listener that listens every week, where do you want to be in the next five years? Who are you going to be? Are you also at this jump off point? I have met so many people in the last, well, not met, but I've talked to so many people in the last two months whose whole lives have changed. I have a best friend who's getting a divorce, you know, who when they got married, they didn't think that they'd ever be here. I have friends who are having babies for the first time. I have friends who are on their second babies. <laughs> I have friends who are contemplating getting married or not like getting married or breaking up with their partners. I have friends who are, you know, going on adventures or starting new companies and new businesses or leaving companies they've been at for their whole 20s. And it's just wild to look around me and see all of us making these massive changes. And I feel like the pandemic, like the, the endemic has brought that all on for all of us is this understanding of where we want to go in life. And then we look around at the current state of events in the world, current state of affairs in the world, and that's really fucking scary. It's really scary to get excited when the world looks like it looks right now. But it's even scarier to not just continue living in any possible way that we can. And that, guys, is all I'm going to leave you with today. Thank you for tuning in. I recorded this at 10.30 at night on Sunday because I forgot to do it during the day. <laughs> um, but I really, truly appreciate all of you that show up every week. Um, I have subscribers now. That's cool. But 
I I really do appreciate you guys and I appreciate everybody who gives feedback and tells stories and who listens and who sends things in. I'm very excited. I hope to have some more maybe thoroughly planned episodes in the near future. I have a few, again, I have a few like banked episodes that I might just put out because they're great and I love them, but I just haven't done it yet. But either way, guys, thank you for showing up this week. Thank you for coming in. I hope that you have a wonderful week wherever you are. This has been Aging Ungracefully. Have a good night. Day. It's day. It's night for me. Bye.